Hey girlies. Hi girlies. Welcome back to the Real House Girlies pod. We're back together after like two weeks of being separated due to travel and illness. So who knows what's going to happen you. today. I know, I'm sorry. I neither traveled nor illed. Yeah, I, I traveled and I illed and I'm... I'm back. I'm back, babes. You look beautiful. Back from the dead. Like, it's amazing what a bit of bronzer can do. Do you know what? Even though I was on my deathbed, I still fake tanned. Because I was like, if I have to feel terrible, I don't want to also look terrible. You want to look your best. I want to look my best while I'm laying in my bed surrounded by a puddle of my own tissues. Yes. Sometimes I do, like, a lot of grooming while you're sick whilst I'm sick yeah I'll take the time it's a great time to get like on the bathroom sink with a pair of tweezers and yes. just see what you can find tweezers for mining <laughs> I, I'll like pull out some random like eyebrow tinting kit that I've found in my cupboard and be like what yes. what else am I doing what what else are you doing I organized my activewear drawer Oh. which I have never done because I'm the type of person that like I just chuck everything in and like the drawers can't even shut but I like ram and close oh I know I give myself the egg so I sorted out everything that I wear and everything I don't wear everything that I wear got folded got put into my nice little drawer I feel like a new person it is important yeah do you know I once sold some lululemon on facebook marketplace and I was like who's buying this but thank you to those people because yeah I then got more Lululemon with the proceeds from my used Lululemon sales. So, so you could probably list some. Yeah, some used Lululemon. Some used and like well used. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maximum yeah. use. Yeah, you know, when it's sagging in all the wrong places, the knees have given way, yes. the torch has seen better days. Yes. You got a little the bit pilling. of pill from a fire chase. <laughs> like that's when it's time to say goodbye. And I have new gear. I don't need the old stuff. I know. I but know. It's comfy. Um, when I went to Melbourne you before did. I got sick. I went horse riding. In Lululemon? I did not wear Lululemon. I wore a chic double denim outfit and like really just went full cowgirl. Western. But I wanted to ask you, when was the last time you went horse riding? I don't know. I think the last time I went horse riding would be like with my dad and his old family. So, you know, nearly 20 years ago. Shit. 15 years maybe. Well, I would have said the same, like like a school camp era. Like, you did horse riding at school camp? Yeah. We were on camp for like three weeks. What do you mean? Yeah. In my school, they send you away like to the bush. <laughs> Did you go to provost school for the yeah. troubled children? Basically, yeah. Um, the funny thing was though, I only lasted three days because I got pneumonia and then they forced them to bring my mom to come and get me. So I did actually go horse riding, but I didn't make it through the entire troubled teens camp. So I want to ask you like how you go in outdoors and clearly not well because I feel like you could have had a great time on the horse but I can't see you camping for three weeks well especially when it was the dead of winter in the outback and the tents that they supplied were tarpaulins strung across a rope with no closure and so these possums were running in each side of the tent like shitting on everything it was actually freezing wait did you go to a mixed gender school yeah and you're just in these open tops oh no they send the boys for two weeks and then they send the girls for two weeks like yeah it was intense anyway that's not the point of the story no sorry the point of the story is like i think i might be a horse girl okay an hermes horse girl an hermes kind of horse girl (laughs) (laughs) because i really had the best time so 
Mum organised it. She goes, look, we're going to Melbourne. Let's do something different. I've booked us to go to the Yarra Valley and do horse riding and wine tasting. That's a good combo. My sister and my mum had been horse riding like earlier this year, had a great time. And so on the sign-up form, they put us as intermediate advanced riders. What do you mean? I'm like, bitch, I have not been a horse for 20 years. I don't think I could mount a horse. Well, it turns out I still got it. I still got it. Wait, 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 wait. Like straight <laughs> swing that leg around. And I wore my little like Camilla and Mark Texan cowboy boots. Yeah. And they were so shitty. Yeah. And I was just really feeling you my... You were trotting. I was trotting. I was going up that trail. And I was on the alpha horse. So I got to lead the pack. I was at the front, which was perfect for my... Eldest daughter. For me, eldest daughter complex. And it was actually so much fun. So we rode like an hour up this trail... Got to the top, there was this gorgeous little cabin mm. with wine and cheese that they had set out, and we did that. The way down was a disaster because I had had like four glasses of wine, and I'm barely holding on. I'm feeling so confident. At Very this point. liberal. I'm like, giddy up, giddy up, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeehaw. <laughs> it was chaos, but so much fun. And you know what? Like doing something completely different, out of your comfort zone, in nature. Can recommend. Works for some. I had so much fun. I would love to horse ride. There's lots of things I don't like about nature. Yeah. Certainly, I'm not a big water activity person as we learned last week. Yeah, you are not. Um, but I think we should horse ride. At Cabarita, they do beach horse riding. That could be quite chic and romantic. Mm. And maybe we could ride it to like a, this picnic on the beach with flowers in the shape of a heart. Why did? And yeah. then we could get married and get engaged. I'll be Travis. I'll be Courtney and or Tammy Hembrow. Yeah. Yeah. Hembrow. <laughs> Is that not her name? I think it's Hembro. Oh. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, Tammy Hembrow. She <laughs> got engaged. Can you imagine getting engaged after three months? Yes. Really? Of course. What? I think... Um, yeah, when you're ready, you're ready. I'm not ready, but I think when I'm like, you know, in the next two years, it'll be when you know, you know. I'm not wasting my time. I don't want to live with someone for four years and then be like, oh yeah, we're not going to get married. Yeah, look, fair, fair. But- or I'll never get married, but who knows? I wouldn't be surprised if someone proposed to me in three months is all I'm saying. Yeah, you are <laughs> You are that kind of person, I think. Like people fall in love with you quickly. Why? Yeah. And then they cannot get over me. It's your kissable mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. So Tammy Hambrell got engaged after three months of dating to one of the guys from Love Island. That's the part that's really troubling. That's the part that's really <laughs> troubling. And she's been this is like her third engagement, which I think is chic. Like, I think that's so chic. Have as many engagements, as many marriages as you like. Probably engaged over married. Bryn, the Bryn Whitfield of it all. Yeah, just have as many engagements as you like. So it was on the beach. It was very Courtney and Travis. Yeah. The big love heart. Like the big rigmarole. But she must have taken him to the Maldives. He wasn't taking her to the Maldives. So she's taken him to go get engaged. Yeah. And he's <laughs> gone, you know what? I'm going to jimmy in on this trip that she's booked and paid for. Yes. And I'm going to turn it into a proposal, which I'm probably also paying for with her credit card. This is the hard thing. Yeah. And you know how there's a lot of debate in society about... Why do girls always want guys that have more money than them? Mm. And why can't you just find a nice guy that doesn't have money? Yeah. 
Well, I kind of look at that and I think like Tammy's given a lot to become successful. How are you going to respect someone that like didn't have what it takes to be as successful as you, if not more? Like how are you going to look up to a man? I feel like men want to be like looked up to. Well, you know, he has done a lot. He went on the Love Island and... What did he turn that into? I think he did a podcast with... We do a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Does that make us rich? He did a podcast with that blonde girl who was also on Love Island. Great. I'm unsure of what else he's done. Yeah. But look, she seems happy, so love that for her. She likes being a sugar mama. She does. Um, Just don't have another baby until you're sure. I know. Three baby daddies is hard to manage. It's not like a problem. It's just an administrative burden. It is. It's logistically, you need an assistant to coordinate all the exchanges. Yeah, it's too much. It's too much. No one wants to, I don't want to be in touch with any of my past love affairs. No, let alone three of them on a weekly basis. Weekly. I'm exhausted thinking about it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm exhausted. I'm in other nuts wedding updates this 59 million dollar wedding in versailles what the actual fuck the wedding when that first came out i was like i'm not impressed do what you want to do but we still love sophia richie like you're doing too much what was with the themed hens like the yeah. it was, what was that thing that was what i saw first the marie antoinette the marie antoinette palace of versailles i actually thought that it was like a promo for something a movie like it was a, a joke. movie like one of those um scary movie like piss take <laughs> kind of movies that's what i thought it was so weird and then as it unfolds the person i feel bad for is that australian uh, content creator. Oh, she I got heard about this. So, Madeline Brockway, the bride of this fifty-nine million dollar wedding, hired an Australian Olivia or something. Her name is. I'll look it up. Um, who got married recently, and then I think saw an opportunity to start a business, being like the additional videographer slash photographer at your wedding, just to do behind the scenes type iPhone footage for social media. Yeah, gangbusters. So all of the. Things that we've seen like of Madeline's wedding, not the hens because she was hired just for the wedding, where it's like, come with us to Chanel. That's all this girl from Australia. She flew over there. She was treated really nicely, yada, yada, yada. But it's like people on TikTok are kind of saying, is this damaging for her brand? Like if she keeps publishing all of the great content that she made. No, obviously well, not. Obviously, not she got business. paid to do it. She was there. As if she knows what's going on behind yeah. the scenes. She's just shown up. Well, yeah. What is going on behind what the scenes? What is going on the scenes? The groom is going to jail for 25 years. So, apparently... Maybe. Maybe. This is... He's he's in the process of being judged by the courts. Yes. We'll let the jury decide. <laughs> but he was out on bail at the time of the wedding. Which, by the way, included a tour of the opera house and dinner, a private tour of the Chanel, like... World. World. A Maroon 5 concert. Very niche. And this <laughs> and this Marie Antoinette hens extravaganza. <laughs> so the groom, um, apparently eight months ago, police officers responded to a disturbance call in Texas, somewhere in Texas that they live with reports that a firearm was being used in the home and by that guy, the groom, and he's then gone and, like, shot at the police officers. Perfect. So... I mean, it's very Texan. Is that even a crime in Texas? Yeah. Well, I don't know. (laughs) Accusing him of intentionally and knowingly threatening imminent bodily injury. So it must have been, like, 
pretty like point blank boom boom like come at me bro yeah texas vibes so she's shut down her tiktok since this news has come to light yeah because the whole so thing it's public was, knowledge yeah it's public knowledge that he was out on bail it's so unhinged so she kind of has done this whole thing to start a social media career yes and now she's had to shut down her tiktok 59 million dollars in the bin 59 million dollars that's a big investment on her their daughter well it's 10 percent of her entire family's net worth because (laughs) they were used car dealership money people (laughs) dealers they've sold their used car used car dealership for reportedly anywhere between 500 and 700 million dollars yeah so if i take sort of a rough average in there 59 million is around 10 percent of their total net worth for that forever. For this unhinged week in Paris. Week in Paris. And can you imagine like obnoxious Texans in Paris? This is the definition of new money. Oh. Yeah. There was nothing chic or gorgeous about like just the vibe. No. If I ever think that I'm like a little bit nouveau riche, no, I need to check myself. This is nouveau riche. Yeah. We're not riche enough to be nouveau yeah. riche. <laughs> <laughs> We're middle class just trying our best. Like, yeah, this is, it's, it's nuts. The whole thing's nuts. Are you not embarrassed? And also, have you seen him? He looks like he's going to eat people. He's got like oh. big serial killer glasses vibes. Oh, well, she's not, she's not the most attractive girl either. No, look, we don't talk about the girlies, but we will hate on the men. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I don't know what to make of it all. We'll just continue to watch this space. The whole thing is just nuts. It has been, the TikTok realm of this wedding coverage has been like almost great reality TV. I've slotted it into my weekly roster, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. And you have been keeping up with the housewives. I've done a terrible job of keeping up with the housewives because being sick, I've just needed to watch comfort shows. And so I'm on season four of Gilmore Girls. I started at episode one. Each season has about 20 episodes. Yeah. It's it's easy watching. Fair to say I'm now 80 hours deep in Gilmore Girls. You needed it. I needed it. And do you know what? I had this realization. So when I was like young, watching Gilmore Girls for the first time, I was 16. Rory Gilmore was 16. I had the biggest crush on, crush on Jess. I was definitely a <laughs> Jess girl. Like... I should have been a Logan girl. Logan bought her a Birkin bag. Seriously. Thank God I wasn't a Dean girl. But, you know, just just the bad boy thing did things to me. The book reading, mm. the music listening, the going to New York. Like, yeah, it's like bad boys being romantic. Yeah. Bad boys who are like a little bit nerdy. Yeah. Oh, that's my type. Yeah. That is so I want I want to save type. a bad boy. That's been my cross to bear so i've been watching it now obviously i'm 32 in season two of gilmore girls lorelei is 32 so <laughs> i'm having this real like epiphany moment that i no longer identify with rory i now identify with lorelei and how relatable is lorelei she's so relatable and i'm looking at all her manses she's got max medina the teacher hot yeah but you know what who's the hottest now luke the diner daddy. Stable. Stable, beardy. Acts of service. Acts of service. And you know what I've realized? I've ended, beardy. I've ended up with Luke. You have a Luke in your house. I have a Luke in my house. The chef in your life is Luke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's just been like a real like. And it's, you have to eat some humble pie because you, I know me as a kid, 
I'm like shitting on Lorelai. She's chaotic. What's yeah. her deal? Like, yeah. why why does she want to be with Luke? Luke's so like gruff. Yeah, you know, just like oh, 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 she oh, could oh, have oh. been with Max Medina, who was like chic, gorgeous, academic type. She could have been with Christopher, but like she cooked that as well. Mm. He was a bit of a loser, to be honest. Um, I'm sure there are others along the way. But like now you see all of the little gestures. That Luke does for her. And like Luke to Rory. And it's yeah. just like, oh. When like Luke even comes to Rory's children graduation. Mm. He builds her an arbor for Crying. her wedding to Max Medina. Like to another man. Like I'm just sitting here sobbing. Like it's so <laughs> beautiful. I'm, I love you, Luke. Oh. Yeah. Okay, anyway, enough about my like, very <laughs> enough stale... Enough about my life. <laughs> my, st- my stale 16-year-old TV recommendation. Um, Tell me about the housewives. I've not been keeping up. I just need like a quick I don't even break. know where to begin. So let's start close to home, Sydney. Yeah. We started out, we thought we were going to like certain people. Mm-hmm. We thought we were going to like everyone. Mm-hmm. We had open minds. And open well, hearts. those minds, those hearts are closing. Okay. Dr. Kate, go away. Really? Get off TV. You're so bitter. Yeah. It's not entertaining. It's really just sad. Oh, She's no. like on the highest of horses, the little vet on her high horse. Oh, not no. in Hermes. Not in a chic horse girl way. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Morally. Hello, world. This is me. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Fun for everyone. Um, Terry? Yeah. Not the nicest peacekeeper that we thought. Oh, no. Terry's kind of. Being a little assertive. I don't mind it, but I don't love it. Uh, Interestingly, I thought we would be very annoyed by Chrissy Marsh, but I'm obsessed with Chrissy and I'm obsessed with Caroline. And Caroline's the one that looks like a John Paul Gaultier ad and her last name is Gaultier. (laughs) And I'd like to call out that when we started watching the season, before we started, I called it Chrissy Marsh would be our MVP. Yeah. Our MVP. Victoria. Is it Victoria? Uh, the oh, rich one with the feathers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she didn't go to Japan. They've recently been in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hopefully she comes back and is fab. I think she's just, she's just like picture perfect Eastern suburbs, and yeah. you can't hate her. I mean, the fur thing, I can see Dr. Kate's side, but at the same time, I just love, I just love a not down to earth. She's a Range Rover driving. Double yeah. bay living. Completely out of touch. That's yeah. what you want. That's what That's you want. That makes forever. great TV. Yes. We don't want to watch like Dr. Kate going to work cleaning bums. You know what I mean? <laughs> Everyone does that. Yeah, we don't need to see it on TV. No. So Sydney, I think we're coming to the we're coming to the end. Yeah. Have you been happy with how the seasons progressed? Has it lived up to your expectation? Mm. It's nowhere near as good as the old cast and the, like, violent chaos. And it's nowhere near as good as Melbourne. There is no one that can replace Gina Liano and Lydiot and Janet Roach. Yeah, and that's that's kind of probably why I haven't been keeping up week to week as well because it hasn't replaced the hole in my heart that was left by our Melbourne girlies. Oh, those Melbourne girls. What I wouldn't give. Uh, other Real Housewives that we're loving. So Beverly Hills. Yeah. Carla Mauricio. Yeah. Drama. Drama. Are they in Splitsville? They are in Splitsville. Carl got matching tattoos with this oh, with the singer shape? that's like 25. Yeah. Very weird. Very uncomfortable to watch. Highlight has been Denise Richards. 
really? off her face at a dinner party. Whoa. Literally, and I I put this on the Instagram, the meme. <laughs> she goes, Erica apologizes to Denise Richards for she doesn't even know what, but Denise just has beef with Erica. Yeah, from seasons ago, she brings it up. Watch the show. Another broken fourth wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Erica's like, okay, well, I apologize. Denise cooked one eye closed. Thank you. You're welcome. To herself. Just said both. Wow. <laughs> said both. Wow. And then the chef that was preparing the CBD infused six course meal. Okay. THC infused CBD. It was like they were getting high on this dinner. Yeah, right. The chef walks away after hearing that and is like, Denise Richards is fucking cooked. <laughs> oh my god it's amazing and like Denise and Faye Resnick and Camille Grammer all at this table it was just it had I'm excited for this season of Beverly Hills okay okay I'm gonna get on back on board with I miss Lisa Rinna yeah and I do think well Rinna will come back well surely if you've if anyone's been watching just a tangent for a second Paris and Love season two I've watched the whole thing doll this I can talk about Kathy Hilton's mental instability and like abuse to her kids. She's nuts. She is nuts. Is vindicating Lisa Renner. Also, when she was aware that she's like hot mic'd talking shit about people at her Christmas party. Yeah. Vindicates Lisa Renner, saying like she definitely said those things about everyone. Kathy Hilton does not care. Kathy Hilton's gonna do what Kathy Hilton is gonna do. And really try and control what everyone else does. Yeah, she, no wonder Paris doesn't tell her shit. So, like, if you haven't watched Paris in Love, the season one follows Paris's wedding to Carter, whatever his name Reem. was. Carter Reem, a financier. Season two is the story of Paris and Carter having their first baby. Season two is way better. You could honestly season skip two, season one. Yeah, and you could skip season one. Just go straight to season two. It's so good. I couldn't stop watching I watched it in one sitting. Yeah. Start to finish. I watched it in one week, so. It's so good. And they keep the baby a secret from the entire family, the entire world. Even her staff don't know the baby's coming to the house. The only people who know about this baby are the surrogate, the doctor, Paris and Carter. Yeah. It's incredible. And then she brings home the baby. Kathy Hilton's sitting in the lounge room, and you find this out in like episode one, so whatever, it's not a spoiler. Kathy Hilton's sitting in the in the lounge room, waiting to have a chat with Paris, and Paris is like, "Got a surprise for you." Brings out the baby, like, and Kathy's response—you can't make this she, up. And she's like so offended more she's, than anything yeah, else. Yeah, like, how would you not tell me? Oh yeah, Kathy is manipulative and like potentially abusive still. Do you I know can what? just—I feel so uncomfortable. And you can see Paris versus Nikki. Nikki is like proactively trying to avoid that side of Kathy by being the perfect vision. The perfect daughter. And Paris is actively avoiding Kathy because it's just not possible to meet her. Her standard. Yeah. yeah. What I wouldn't give for an entire show dedicated to Nikki, because I need to know what her life is like as a Rothschild. Everyone needs to know. We need to know. That would be like 2024 bingo card calling it. We need a Nikki Hilton Rothschild. Yeah. Yeah, the fact and that, her three kids that she's given birth to. I know the fact that she even goes on Paris's show, 
Like, I don't know if the Rothschilds are so happy about it, but she's very... She composes herself so composed. well. Composed. Oh my God, she's perfect. She's absolutely perfect, but give me a behind I think I like her more her than Paris. Uh, I just look I'm up team, to Nikki so much. Really? Oh my gosh. I, I'm team Paris. And when I watch the show, it makes me want to just like buy everything pink and just be completely insane with my home decor because I love... Oh, she's just got all this and the toys. shit in her house. She's really stuck in like a child personality yeah. because of trauma. It's sad. So definitely watch that. I'll um, never get over though. Sorry, just one more quick point. Go for it. When she changes voice in between. No, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. When she goes from like talking low like this and then she's like, that's hot. Like in the middle of a sentence. I know what I want to do. Yeah. Actually, can I have that? And you're like, where is the Jekyll and the Hyde in your body? What? Very strange. And you can tell when she's uncomfortable because she's using that voice and she's always using it with her mom. Yeah. I'm terrified. The season finale where she does her little concert. So cute. So proud. So cute. So So proud. Sia. I'd kill to be at that. Sia was there. Paula Abdul was there. That's on my bucket list. They all Paris Hilton in concert. In Vegas. Yeah. At a residency oh, after Erica Jane. Give the, it to me. That's the combo we need. Yeah. Anyway, we can move on from Paris now. Um, Miami Housewives. Yeah. It's all right. Okay. It's it is one of my I'm it's familiar. I like it. Lisa Hochstein's drama with her husband continues. We're getting over it. We just want Lenny to fuck off. Oh, Larsa Pippen's codependency with Michael Jordan's son. Michael Jordan being Larsa Pippen's ex-husband's arch nemesis. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is wild. I actually have never watched Miami, but I am across Larsa Pippen. Larsa Pippen. <laughs> it's the codrol, sorry, people. Um, I am across Larsa Pippen dating Michael Jordan's son. 20 years younger than her. And Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, arch nemesis. Arch nemesis. <laughs> It's wild. It's so weird. And she can't spend more than one minute away from him. The whole se- It's just very strange. Um, and, of course, I'm watching Southern Charm, which I love. That's crazy to me. <laughs> which I, I just love Craig and Paige. Craig. What, what kind of name is Craig? Well, I think it's Craig, but just pronounced Craig. <laughs> like Because it's spelled like Craig. Yeah, okay. Americans are so weird. Americans are so weird. So weird. Paige is everything. Okay. I don't know if I'm going to start Southern Charm anytime ever, but... You don't need to. Just follow her on Instagram. She's an influencer. Oh, quite gorgeous. Um, That's my update. I'd love to know what other people are watching in terms of the Real Housewife franchise and what their like highs and lows are and what their views on the Sydney girls are. Yeah. Oh, I also watched a movie recently, which was like quite out of pocket for me. It's a big commitment. I don't have the attention span to watch movies, really, as a general rule, unless they are Barbie and or reruns of Harry Potter. But (laughs) I watched this movie. It was called Reality with Sydney Sweeney. And it's like a docu-movie, I guess. Hmm. So there was this chick in America whose name was Reality. And she was leaking information she had this kind of like high up government job where she was a translator because she spoke english and farsi and she was leaking information to these online news outlets because she was disenfranchised with the government over the election stuff and they've made this movie it's 90 minutes long and 
it's just Sydney Sweeney acting as this reality chick being interrogated by the police. Oh. And all the audio in the movie is actually the audio from the police cams, mics mm. that they wear when they're doing the interrogation. So it's kind of this like end to end no this is scene like a changes. silent movie from Sydney with just voiceover. <laughs> well, she's actually re- she's reading the dialogue. Like okay. they've got the actors to read the dialogue, but it's just the script is yeah. the tapes. And it's so weird. I couldn't stop watching it, but I also wouldn't recommend anyone to watch it because oh. ultimately nothing happens. Ultimately they just go to her house, they talk to her for 90 minutes, then they put her in a cop car. Like that's it. Can I also ask, is anyone franchised with the government? Like, isn't everyone disenfranchised as a general rule? Aren't we all kind of just like, ew, that authority group of idiots, you know? I love Sydney Sweeney and so I... Yeah, I know. I love her so much. So I watched it and look, I don't think anyone needs to watch it, but she is going to be in um, another show that's coming out Mm. soon. I can't remember what it's called, but I'm very excited about that. You Ooh, started watching Euphoria on the back of I finished my... it, I think. Did you? Yeah. All the seasons. Yeah. What did you think? Look, I was going I mean, you're like three time. years late to the party. I am. I yeah. loved it. Anyone But You is her new movie. Is, she, is that where she's slutty? Yeah, it's coming out on 26th of December. Oh! Yeah, I think it's going to be good. I could I could do a trip to the movies for this. For my birthday? It's a romantic comedy. We love a rom-com. I think we should go to the movies and see Over the holidays. in this movie. Gorgeous. Anyway, what did you make of Euphoria? Loved it. Um, love Sydney in Euphoria. Yeah. Also love, what's the girl that you think I look like? Oh. Um, Maddie. Maddie. Love. Yeah. You give me her energy. Yeah. Like. I want to be more of a princess. 2024. Yeah. yeah. Full diva. Yeah. She's great. Um, Just the costuming, the makeup, like it's just all incredible again this is a stale take because it's come out years ago zendaya who i occasionally also look like you do sometimes look like with our small foreheads when when the lighting hits well yeah uh she's incredible but rue's a hard watch i know she's really hard to get around because she just is so self-destructive and jules is a hard watch too I know but incredible acting yeah great incredible acting but yeah nate's a hard watch too Nate's dad, very hard watch. Oh, very hard watch. <laughs> yeah. It's it's mostly a hard watch show. I actually had to paint and watch because it's, yeah. I need the soothing. It's not soothing. And they're all so hot. Everyone's like, hot. Everyone's hot. Also, how tall is Nate? Have you seen those photos of him sitting next to... He's like 6'5". Of... He's super tall. He's so tall. He's so... he's Australian. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Could be your next hot boyfriend. My next hot boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Catch me at the end of next year. I'm having some time off. Um, all right. Christmas, you're on track. I'm on track. I put my tree up for the first time ever. I went before the 1st of December. I'm usually a 1st of December stickler. It was a weekday. It was a weekday, so I put it up the weekend before. Sue me, you know? Is someone, someone, do you think someone might come sue you? Well, (laughs) they might. Nothing bad has happened. It's actually fine. But I got got swept up in the bow trend. I've done bows on everything. I've even, I've been to Spotlight not once, but not twice, but thrice to buy more and more ribbon to make more and more fucking bows. And it looks great. Yeah, no, it looks beautiful. I'm really pleased with it. But then I saw that people are actually getting out the genomes and sewing huge bits of fabric into these giant oversized 
novelty bows to like put on doorways and Power mantles. To the people. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not, I'm not that crafty, but I have tied these nice bows. I spent quite a lot of time getting them right. I love instead of a wreath on the front door, a big red bow. Chic. I think I want to do that. Yeah. There's still time. There's still time. A velvet feel. Mm, a velvet <laughs> bow for yeah. the door. Yeah. Yes. I'm trying to decide what my wrapping paper theme should be because I get very competitive with this every year. You're a Kris Jenner. Um, yeah. It's a, it's a Jenner Kardashian household. We all bring our best A game to the wrapping paper mm. and see who like wins. There's an anointment at the end of Christmas gift giving as to who has done the best wrapping. Who did Christmas best? Who did Christmas best? So last year I did like a pink and green. It was quite chic and gorgeous. Fun. It was quite fun. It was lots of stripes, lots of bows. And I'm I'm just honestly trying to decide what my theme should be this year. Everything good that I've found has to ship from America and it's not gonna make it in time. I feel so like I need to compromise my vision. And get something locally accessible. You're taking this very far. <laughs> I know. If you're getting your wrapping paper from America <laughs> and spending right. $80 on it. like I think I think last year I spent $150 on wrapping paper and ribbon. I realize that's not normal. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Well, I've realized how lucky we are not to have children because... Oh, yeah. I had to help on the weekend, and by had to, I had a great time doing it, but I couldn't do it every day. Elf on a shelf. What? Since when has this been such a thing? It's, it is, and the children, they hold you to like, account. Like, what where, happened to where's Tilly? Where's my elf, Where's Mom? Tilly? Oh, the elves have names. Yeah. I don't know what the boy's name is. Not just elf one, elf two. <laughs> yeah. They've got names. Yeah. Yeah. So, you've got to put them in these precarious setups and and the and the elves are watching the kids so this is what happens the elves are in the house and they know everything that happens yeah so if you're naughty the elf's gonna snitch yeah to santa snitches get stitches <laughs> well not the elf the elf is invincible it doesn't get stitches it snitches <laughs> daily yeah to santa so we've got this little tilly and we're like what are we gonna do with her where are we gonna put her she was like glued to the window one day yeah and then we gave her a little spa day and it was like 20 minutes of trying to set up this thing before bed. You gotta wait for the kids to go to bed. Yeah. You gotta set up the elf. Yeah. You gotta think of a concept. The, oh, it's big on Pinterest. You gotta get the props. You gotta execute the you concept. You gotta have props. Yeah. And like parents, power to them. Steph has marshmallows at the ready in her cupboard. I do not have anything at the ready in my cupboard. <laughs> I got a Tim Tam in my fridge this week. We have cranberry juice. It's true. I don't have a UTI. Um. <laughs> So, are you, well, did you find some inspo for this spa day before you did it? Or yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. So you're like we you, copied. Yeah. It was embarrassing, yeah. but success. They're so impressed. Yeah. They wake up. Where is she? They're looking all over the house. It's very cute. Cute. But Christmas with kids, I think, gets better. I've always had this fantasy because I, mm. as you know, come from. I wouldn't say that I had like a bad childhood. I just think that my experience of my childhood was bad. Yeah. Like it wasn't, uh, I don't know. Like inside me, I took things really damaging. <laughs> but Well, it must have been hard just like having a family, family dynamic that was non-traditional. Yeah. And also for the most Toxic. part. <laughs> for the most part, like spending a lot of time alone. It wasn't yes. like you had other kids there to kind of like, buffer yeah or companion yeah yeah 
I had a stressed out this moment and absentee dad. This is now a therapy session. It is. But the whole thing is I have always had this like fantasy that one day I'll have this like huge family and I will be the queen of Christmas. Yes. And why wouldn't you want that? I think that's so exciting. And not to be like material and have everything perfect and have the right wrapping paper. I'm not going to do that. It's like, because I would have a panic attack and probably hurt myself. It's the vibe. It's the smells and the sounds of Michael Bublé and kids yeah. running around and the festive spirit. I love it. I love Being it drunk. so much. The rest of the year, I'm such a Grinch. But for Christmas, it just melts my cold little heart and yes. I live for it. Yes. But in the time between when that happens and like when I was little, there have been many Christmases where it's not been the best day ever. No. And I was thinking about this this morning because... I don't know. I think you know me. I'm not quite right. My tisms really make me go, eh, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Eh, I don't understand feelings. But I think there are a lot of people that probably have a hard time and, you know, are reminded of the family ties that aren't there or things that have happened in the past. And I was thinking, like, what would you do to get through the holidays if it was difficult? Yeah. So last year, you know, I had a really hard Christmas. Last year was cooked, man. Yeah. Yeah. I had to take anxiety medication. <laughs> yeah. And I like spent a lot of time by myself, but I was okay with that. I think first step, get rid of the expectations of the fact that everyone else is doing something. Who cares? You can watch TV the whole day and paint your nails. That's actually fine. That's so fine. Yeah. You could spend the whole day online shopping for yourself and then Christmas arrives late. Like that's fine too. Yeah. Another thing that's worked for me, I've had moments where I can see December coming and I just know that the dynamic's not good mm. with my family. I just book a trip. Just to get out of there. By the 10th of December, I've made a decision. Am I staying or am I going? Yeah. I'm going. Book, go by yourself. I went to New York by myself, ran into a friend, had the best time of my life. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Fly out on Christmas Eve. Mm. Oops, that was the only flight that was available. Like, whatever it is yeah. that you have to say. Whatever you Just have to say. Just get the job done. Yeah, get out of there. And it's so much fun. No one knows you. You can walk around. Decorations are stunning in other cities. Mm. And it doesn't matter because you're on whatever time. You could start drinking at 8 a.m. Yeah. And, like, yeah, it can be really difficult for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. And even if you do have, like, Everyone should, everyone's going to be there and it's going to be great. It can still be difficult because of all that pressure that like you artificially build up around having the best day ever. Yes. And so just letting some of that go. Yeah. It's necessary. I think we worry about like, oh, is that person going to say this to me and like trigger me and upset me? We talked yeah. about boundaries. What if you just don't take it on? Yeah. You don't have to be right. These are the things that I've learned on get, getting along with family members in a group setting. You don't have to be right. You don't have to prove your point. Yep. You don't have to have a comeback or an explanation or more knowledge on a topic than someone else. Yeah. Let dad, uncle, it's normally some older man. Oh, there's always... Be the expert on every topic. For yeah. that one day, who cares? Have another drink. Yeah. Have another drink. And get I, in the pool. I know we're having such a fun like shit chat episode but I was thinking about that this morning yeah. I'm also reflecting like I've come so far resilience has been my middle name but to anyone that does feel any kind of way about these 
times, that's so okay. It's so okay. And there's so many things that you can do to get through or to try and make it more what you would want it to be. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong in kind of like setting up your own little tradition, something that you do for yourself that's maybe a little bit special that you wouldn't do any other day. Yeah. And then that becomes your thing. Make you it don't have to be, you know, sitting around the fireplace with 25 uncles and aunties. Yeah. Because, yeah, that's it's not as great as it cracked up to be. No. No. I know. Yeah, we don't do that anymore. We don't invite anyone. It's just like immediate, immediate family. And it's so much better since we like ditch the dead weight. Mm. Yeah. I am excited to have like six kids and dress them all the same. <laughs> it's very like um, Von von Crumb. Yes. Schnitzel Von Crumb? No. <laughs> Schnitzel. I'm trying to think the of von the Camps. sound. Of, yeah. Yeah. The sound of music. Yeah. Yeah. Not schnitzel von Gram with a very low tum. <laughs> Sausage dogs on the brain. <laughs> okay, let's do Rex. Let's do Rex. Okay, so Alana made me a coffee this morning. <laughs> and as she's making the coffee, so she made me a little oat piccolo. She goes, I'm not drinking oat milk anymore. And I'm scandalized by this revelation. I'm also scandalized. What are we drinking if we're not drinking oat milk? I know it's bad for us. I've heard that the hype around the glycemia and the blood spiking. The vegetable and the, oil. and bad. Yeah. Yeah. And, and maybe. It's just it. Well, here's the thing. I'm sure you can get oat milk without vegetable oil, but it's not creamy and fluffy and no, delightful. Like shit. Um, so Alana is currently drinking <clears throat> Mulaney Farmer's Choice. Back on the cow. I prefer not to think of the cow. Yeah, don't think of the teat. I was about to say that and also preferred not to think about that, but thank you. That's fine. Yeah. So I do sometimes have a little gag. Yep. Just conceptually, but yep. it's not bad to drink. I feel like if you get really good quality milk, it's probably like digestible. I'm only having a piccolo and I'm only having one a day. I'm not like swimming in cereal. You're not cereal. drinking a liter of milk. No. And the Mulaney one or the Norco, they're both kind and of- And Baramba. Yeah. 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 They're the three. They're the three cow's milk. If you were going to drink cow's milk, those are the ones. Well, and you know, cow's milk has protein and fats that are meaning, like I suppose- good yeah all the other milks don't have anything no they're just fat and almond milk has poison in it like Ugh. you know the almonds want to poison you because they don't want you to eat them and terrible for the environment the I've, water production i've read that the best plant-based milks that you can have would be coconut or macadamia i can cop coconut i'm not having a coconut coffee i'm having a coconut ice matcha with a dash of honey from yeah, dodo yeah or in a cup of tea in a chai i don't mind a coconut in a chai yeah that's all right macadamia i like it in a smoothie it's a bit random though isn't it so rogue like you're not going to a coffee shop and then they have macadamia like that doesn't happen no not really okay so you had to hear it first hot girls are drinking cow's milk i think we're back on the cow's milk we're trying to just be healthy and kind to our body yeah i've been thinking a lot about the vegetable oil scenario a lot lately mm. I haven't made the progress to stop drinking the oat milk. I know, it's delightful. But like sometimes these things are frost upon me. I know, like at my house. I'll keep yeah. buying oat milk, it's fine. No, it's all right. I'll just switch to black. I used to drink a lot of black. Yeah. It's fine. That's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's not a hug and a mug, but it's fine. Yeah, a hug and a mug. <laughs> I like that. 
Um, might need that on Christmas Day, a hug and a mug. So in the spirit of going rogue, I'm doing a couple of other things. <clears throat> First thing that's weird. Yeah. I've ditched Rexona. I've ditched oat milk and Rexona. I leave you alone for one and a half weeks. <laughs> and I'm back. I'm I don't even know you anymore. Don't worry, I still got laser on my armpits. Aren't hairy, they're just naturally deodorized. Yes, okay. To be honest, I smell better. What brand are you using? Wild. Okay. The tin with the refillables. What do you mean it's in a tin? Like it comes in a tin. No, it comes in a tin twisty swipey stick and you just pop the cartridge in and swipe it up. Okay. Uh, Cotton, fresh cotton and sea salt. I smell better. Do you get, do you still get wet? Like the wetness, you know? Not a lot, but like more so than, I haven't noticed like wet sweat. Yeah. That's my worst fear. I know. But I have also like upped my shower. I don't mind if I smell. Oh, no, I do. If I'm visibly wet. You can't be visibly wet. I cannot be visibly wet. Okay. No, I'm still good. I'm still good. I'm still good. Yeah, I I really struggle. This is why we're not getting the Skims short sleeve shirts. Like everyone will make a short sleeved tight armpit shirt sweaty in summer. I don't. If you put your arm up. And it's, well, if it's touching, you put your arm up and you've got a wet, it stresses me out. It's normal, but it stresses me out. Well, this is why I've got my superpower extra aluminium I know, but the extra aluminium, I feel like it's just not working. Oh, no. Okay. So wild natural dairy. How long have you been using it for? Mm, Like five days. Did you go through a a, a purge of sorts? No, it's been fine. Mm. Okay. So I've been doing that. And after I have a shower, I've been slathering my body in coconut oil. So I'm on my natural summer. I love a coconut oil as a summer body moisturizer. There is nothing quite like it. If you've been in the sun that day, it will literally like nourish and tan your skin. Beautiful. I it makes know how it gives you like a, skin, I don't but know, but it just it just like it just makes you look shiny yeah. and gorgeous. Yeah, it gives you a little glisten and it's natural. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. You've got a couple of other beauty racks, which mm-hmm. I actually love for you because not often do you like come to the table with new beauty racks. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not bringing a lot to the table. <laughs> I'm currently sampling the high smile teeth whitening strips. Yeah, are they working? I don't know. I've done it once, so oh, I'll let okay. you know. But in terms of my first time usage, felt a little bit weird when they were on. Yeah, have noticed no sensitivity after. So my dentist refuses to whiten my teeth because of how sensitive they are, mm. and also one of them's like nearly sheer. He says use the strips. She, Dr. Vivian. She, sorry. She says, if you can handle the strips, that's pretty much all you'll ever be able to do. So maybe you want to try a high smile. If you don't have any sensitivity, then you could try an Oral-B or like, you know, the peroxide ones. Okay. So the high smile ones aren't the peroxide ones. No. No. They've got that other thing that pap. Pat yeah. Plus. Yeah, Pat Plus, P-A-P. Because I, I tried the um the Pat Plus powder in a tub, and what you do is after you brush your teeth, you like get your moist brush, and then you dip it in, and then you brush the powder all over. I used the whole tub. I didn't particularly like the experience of having to do a second 
paste afterwards. No, and, and dabbing your pretty, moist brush. No, it really woof. I get woof, towards the end, like <laughs> it started to clump a little bit from like residual moisture. It had to go. Oh. So I'm gonna try the strips, and then we'll report back on the strip experience. Yeah. In terms of teeth hygiene, I love the high smile toothpaste. Do you? I'm using the vanilla flavor. Yeah. I've been through a tube with a watermelon. It was okay. I'm on the vanilla. It's an absolute treat. Your teeth look great. I look forward to brushing my teeth because of the taste sensation. Oh, that's nice. Yes. I use Grant's. Yeah. Gentle Mint. Yeah. That's very like health. I genuinely advocate against a Colgate. I think there's actually sugar in it. Like it just is counterintuitive to use. Yeah. Like, well, I like the high smell. Yeah, and it's I'm nice. sure it's great. It's nice. Um, speaking of vanilla, yeah, I got the Summer Fridays lip balm, which Ooh. has a very strong vanilla smell. Which shade did you get? Burnt sugar. Okay. A dark brownie one. Yeah, nice. It's delightful. Do you love it? Yeah, I'm loving it. Okay. It's great over a lip liner. I think it's one of those great things to take out with you because it has like a really mild pigment of color, but it's low risk to reapply you know what I mean like if you're taking a lipstick out you probably want to go to the bathroom or sit in front of a mirror Mm -hmm. this you can kind of quite easily nourish and tint at a dinner and you don't always want the texture of a lipstick either especially you never have wanted the texture of a lipstick (laughs) no often I often want something like glossier and like a balmy kind of nourishment but that looks good looking do you have the hourglass lip balm balm the 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 one in the yes gold yes and it's like a little bit plumping yes yeah I've been through a tube of it because I looked at it thought color is nice mm-hmm. texture feels almost a bit sticky for me yes I will say that the texture was a bit sticky and it's because it's got that slight plumping effect to it you get a little bit of a a, a tingle mm. you know like the, the old Too Faced lip max plump mm. Get a little, get a plump, Mary. Um, yeah, no, it's kind of a little bit on that side of the fence. Yeah, I liked it. I like Look, a tingle. I don't like a. As with some of the other hourglass products as well, I don't think you get a lot of bang for your buck in terms of volume to purchase price. Mm. So that lip gloss, I don't sixty five dollars or something. Sixty five bucks. I don't think I really used it that many times. And then I went to use it the other day, and it was completely empty. And I was like, oh, oh, mm. I wasn't, I wasn't anticipating that I was at the end of the tube, and I was disappointed. Yeah, I definitely get that. I think hourglass is great for a palette, a, a blush, a bronzer, product, maybe the hydrating tint, and a brush. I'm definitely gonna refill my Westman. That's actually been great value for the 70 whatever $80 that it is. Yeah. So I've had that petal cheek stick yeah. for months. It's so nice. So nice. So nice. Today. We bought those in like March, dude. Mm. Like they're still going strong. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you buying? What am I buying? I went to Victoria's Secret mm-hmm. and I got some. I noticed you went without me. I know, I went in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. Love you. Um, I went and I got some shimmer pajamas. Like a non-traditional Christmas pajama. Mm-hmm. They are gold and they are like, a, not. I want to say a glow mesh, but I know that that's not the right term. But they're gold and shimmery and they've got like a little sequined VS on the, on the pant Cute. band. And they're so fun and festive. 
I just think if you're looking for a Christmas drama that's not a Grinch print, and there's nothing wrong with a Grinch print. That's I what have I'll a be Grinch getting. Print. I'm getting the updated Grinch print. If you want print. something different, I do really like these Victoria's Secret shimmer pajamas. We love a Victoria's Secret. I'm actually so into it. The bras the are bras. fantastic. On that was a gobsmacking moment the first time we went to that pack fair store together. Uh-huh. The price is right. The fit is great. They work wonders. They work incredibly well. I'm f- I'm fully converted and I was like, uh, Victoria's Secret. Like I'm a I'm mm. a I'm a I'm a skims girl. I'm a teenager. But, but no. I fucking love Victoria's Secret. Man. Hundo. Like it's so good. I'm interested in a skims dupe from Kmart. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going yeah. there today. They've got a seam-free and an ultra-soft range of undies, bralettes. I'm looking forward to you. In a brown, in a pink, in a black, in a nude. Have they got the bodysuits? They do have bodysuits. Okay. That could be me because, you know, you can't buy one of those bodysuits to save yourself. They're mm-hmm. always sold out. Mm-hmm. Um, what else have I been doing, reading, buying? I went to a gig, one of my old favorite bands. Taking I love Gig You. It's so much fun. Weeknight, late night, baddie Brooke. The trouble is they're always on a weeknight and it's really ruining me. And the bands aren't coming on till like 9.45. I'm usually being asleep for an hour by then. We have an 8.30 p.m. in bed. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm rallying. I'm going to some of these gigs and I'm having so much fun doing it. And it's just like a nice little touch of nostalgia. Mm. The thing is everyone's now old and... They're not... That's good. It's a lot more chill than it used to You're be. You're keeping with your age group. Yeah. Although I still do feel like young in the crowd, which is nice. Everyone feels younger than they are. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I've read a great book. Green Dot by Madeline Gray. I definitely am recommending this to the girlies. I think it was great. I think this is going to be one of those like kind of it girl trend books. Okay, cool. Over the summer. Um, so you heard it here first. Get in early. It's great. Green Dot, Madeline Gray. It's a story about a girl who is having an affair with an older married man who she met at work. Mm-hmm. And the entire premise is um, her kind of waiting for his Green Dot to appear online on their DMs. Wow. And this like... Even if you're not having an affair, I think we've all been there, like, waiting for someone to respond. You're checking if they're online. The Have they seen my message? All. The anxiety of the of it all. And it's also like a modern-day Gatsby. It was a little bit of a modern-day Gatsby. With the green light. Yeah, yeah. So it was a great read. I smashed through it. I loved it. It's set in Sydney. Um, 10 out of 10. Loved it. I saw the funniest meme yesterday that was like me at my wedding checking to see if my ex has watched my stories. (laughs) (laughs) And that is really the cultural phenom. Like, yes. Who's watched my stories? Who's online? Why aren't they interacting? I want to go back to a time before cell phones. Yeah. Remember when you used to say on MSN, like, gotta go. BRB. I still say that at work. BRB, boys. And you would log off. No, your, your mum would unplug the dial-up. You would love And plug up. the phone back in. Yeah. Just... There's no... I'm, I don't even get a chance. I might get a GTG out before it's like, I'm using the phone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. On that note... I think, I think that's unplugged. about all that I've got 
for today. I've got nothing left for nobody. You did so good, Bob, with your cold and flu. Thanks. Love you. Got a rally for the girlies. Yeah. All right. We'll see you later, girlies. Bye. Bye. might be like having your katie heron era i don't know who that is from mean girls i don't want to be katie (laughs) (laughs) i want to be um (laughs) oh karen my breasts can always tell when it's raining well they can tell what wait when it's gonna rain no wait they can tell when it's raining (laughs) Definitely raining right now. Oh my god, the codril has gone to my brain. Good. No.